we got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It goes down in the field. It go down. It go down in the field. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome to the Movie Podcast. My name is Daniel. I am one of your hosts today. Alongside me, I have Shabazz. Hi, everybody. Sorry. Are you you okay? I felt like I was dying on the way to the mic. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I apologize for the listeners out there. I'm I'm, I'm a little sick. Okay. So if you hated my voice before, you will hate it even more now. Or they may like it. We don't know know yet. This could be the new thing. This could be my new voice. Sick Shabazz. All that right. was that was not the voice. <laughs> Write in, let us know what you think of Shay's voice. Uh, and alongside us as well, we have Anthony. Hi, everyone. That was so much better than I did it. So it was so good. Better. Guys, aside from almost dying, Shay, but how are you guys doing today? Very good. Very, very good. Very good. So we're actually recording this episode a little bit earlier than we normally do. Uh, so we won't be talking about Dumbo, which is out in theaters today. But in the show notes, we will have our review up on YouTube. So definitely check that out at youtube.com slash this time with i bet daniel's upset about dumbo not being talked about eh are you are you upset i'm i'm Maybe okay the, shay thinks i'm obsessed with dumbo i'm not too sure biggest why dumbo fan in the world i heard it right. i heard it's not doing so well we'll see we'll talk about that we'll talk about when you get to box office as always you can catch a new episode of the movie podcast every monday across all your favorite podcast services if you want to be part of the show and give your comments suggestions all that kind of stuff Please write in at thistimewith.com slash talk, um, just like our friends Lynn and Gurge did today. And we're going to start to show off with those questions now. Uh, so Lynn asks, which actor would you choose to play you in a movie about your life? And we're going to start with Anthony. Alphabetically, yes. Alphabetically. Um, so I'm going to go with Zachary Levi. <laughs> okay. And if Zachary Levi is on some sort of he can't make it, I'm going to choose <laughs> what is Ben Affleck. Okay. okay. Like, like it doesn't fit in the schedule, you mean? Yeah. Right. Like, it, just in case, you know, shooting conflicts Shazam happen. Two. Yeah. Shazam 2, Electric Boogaloo. So I'm going to choose Zachary Levi. Okay. Because I like him. Sure. We have similar resemblance. You know who Shay and I were going to choose for you, though, right? Yeah. Who? Say Eli it. Roth. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> He's so upset about it. He's like, if, Eli Roth. If you don't know who Eli Roth is, Google search him right now and you'll be like, wow, that, I thought that was Anthony. Yeah. I'm as sure as you could as have as said Keanu speak- as well, too. That would have been. No, we don't no? have the, the look. You know? Like the Keanu's- lighthouse Keanu with the short hair? No? No. Okay. No. Sure. All right. We're, we're sorry about that. It's okay. How about you, Shay? <laughs> well, I think for me, it's only fitting that I have the rock 
Hundred percent. The Rock, maybe the Dave Rock. Bautista. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say Idris Elba for myself. Idris but... Elba for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, clearly. Uh, here's the problem. No one in the film industry really looks like me. Uh, I might have to go with like the the Kumail Nanjiani, <laughs> the, the Riz Ahmed's. Maybe the Rust. Like if it's like a TV film, it's Russell Peters doing it. Oh my god! No, no, okay. no offense, to Russell Peters. How just, late in your career are you? This is like super. This is like when I'm down on my luck. Like, okay, this is gotcha, a film gotcha. like about how I didn't make it in life. Okay, uh, and Russell Peters is playing me. But sure. uh, I'd love to have like Riz Ahmed or Camille Nanjiani. Hundred percent, they're man. fantastic. Fanta- they're some of the best working actors in today, right now. Hundo so. P. Uh, for myself, I'm going to give myself an easy. I'm going to say Jack Black because I think. Jack Black's really funny, and hopefully, I think I'm funny. Or at least, I think I'm funny. Thank you for. I don't think you're as funny as Jack Black. That's okay. And now, what were you going to say? <laughs> Jack, say Jack Black else. would play a really good, unfunny Daniel. I think so. Right? I think which would make so. him funny. And I just think that I I could hit the vocal register that Jack Black can. So. Yeah, I think that's. Uh, that's I think true. That's, I, I, so yeah. that you guys can you can't disagree with. No, no, I right. I, I never was never going to disagree with Jack Black. I just. Don't see Jack Black for some reason. That's okay. But I was gonna say more personality wise. But now tell that me you're who saying it. No, no, no. Now okay. that you're saying it, it's all I can see. Okay. Did you guys have any other? Uh, Anthony's John doing Cena? some. Is he John Cena? Is he John? I'm trying to like see Anthony's Jack like Black, waving his, but his hands in front of his face right now. You can't see me. Can't okay. see me. Do you guys see anyone else? Do you I, see anyone else for each other as well, too? Maybe Martin Scorsese for the eyebrows. Oh, 100%. <laughs> or Jason Sudeikis' character in Angry Birds. 100%. That would be me as well, too, for the eyebrows. That actually is you, yeah. Show him the caterpillars, you, you, know? you did the You did the Andy, <laughs> Andy, Andy Seacrest? Oh, my God. <laughs> Andy Circus uh, CGI for oh that God. one. Uh, so thank you, Lynn, for that question. Our next question comes from our friend, Gurge, and he writes, Loving the podcast so far. Keep it up. Oh, I just wanted you, to, That's all he wrote. No, I'm kidding. Uh, he also wrote, I got an interesting question for you. What is the earliest movie uh, you remember watching in a theater? So I'm going to kick it off with Shay this time. I I wrote down a few and I like I had to really think about it because I have like these like maybe these fake flashbacks. Like because I was pretty young when some of these films came yeah. out, like The Lion King. I was what three years old, I think, when that yeah. movie There's came no out. There's no way you can remember that. Man. Listen, that that's man. what I'm trying to say. Like, no, like or is it, or is it the memory people telling you that you, that's, this is what you that, did? That's why, like, when I, when, I, when I say The Lion King, it's probably not true. Or right. like, even like Toy Story, which is I was four years old at that time. Yeah. Like so, like really, like it, it, that would be tough. But if I had if the one movie that I really remember watching was Titanic. It was '96 or '97. '97, sorry. '97, yeah. And I went to the theater twice with my mom to see it. The first time I fell asleep. The second time I stayed awake. Uh, this is a weird one. Cats don't dance. That okay. '97 okay. too. <laughs> okay. What? Yeah, it came out in '97, and I remember I went to the theater in Square One. This is when the theater was downstairs in Mississauga, and. Uh, they played a short animated film of, uh, you know that that rooster, the Looney Tunes rooster. Yeah, uh, Foghorn Leghorn. Yeah, yeah. They played yeah. a little short. I say, film. I say, I, I say. say they say no yeah. place for a chicken. Uh, and uh, <laughs> he kind of turned into a Forrest Gump there. For a he did. He, he was a Forrest Gump <laughs> character. And I remember leaving the theater with my grandparents and saying, "I think we're in the wrong movie." And the theater clerk, like in his nerdy voice, was probably like, "Yeah, this is actually the right theater." So we had to go back inside and finish the film. And okay. I was happy. And I remember watching Batman and Robin and remember loving it. Oh my goodness! As a kid. Well, yeah. Like who? Who wouldn't love it as a kid? Right? Yeah. yeah I mean, that movie was made for. Children to watch for that. really stupid kids, yeah. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah. We'll that talk was, about that we'll, was me. We'll, we'll we'll talk about that movie one day. Oh, okay, we'll yeah. talk about really stupid <laughs> kids. <one day. laughs> oh, okay. How about, how about you, Anthony? Um, my earliest memory of going to the theater was watching Beauty and the Beast. 
1991. Oh, great. I always great remember year. it. Great year. Great year. Um, how old was I? I was six at the okay. time. I was just born. Crazy. I wasn't alive yet. Crazy. Uh, you were just a theory. I was just a theory. So I believe I watched it. Hypothesis. I'm going to say I watched it at Yorkdale. Okay. With my dad. My dad took me to watch Beauty and the Beast. Like at, I just, at the, the mall, the, the movie theater in the mall? In or the was mall. Was that even there yet? It wasn't outside the mall. Yeah. It was inside the mall at that time. Um, but yeah, that was my earliest memory of watching um, a movie. And then another movie that kind of comes to mind um, growing up is Twister. Oh that my was, gosh! Yeah, ninety six. Yeah, I remember watching I, the movie a lot at home. Like when we I had watched like, the satellite, and I used to be terrified of watching On that movie. VHS. Yeah, yeah. I watched that movie like three, four times in the theater, and they, they did the, they yeah. did the THX. Remember the THX? Yeah, um, the loudest sound in the world with the cow and everything. Yeah, yeah the cow. It was so good. Um, but yeah, that was my. That, those are some of my earlier uh, memories of going to a theater. That's awesome. Yeah, I remember. I remember seeing Jurassic Park: The Lost Worlds at a drive-in, and I was like four. I think when that movie came out, 97, I think it came out as well, too. But I also remember, for some reason, I remember Toy Story standing on the seats watching it. Again, I was two or three when that movie came out, so yeah. I doubt that's a real memory. Yeah. But it's something that, I don't know what it is that I, I in my head... You're told about it, right? I, in my head, I remember seeing like the credits rolling on screen and me standing in my seat. I made, I know I made the hand gesture like your dad holding you to watch the movie, just oh, okay. so you can see it. Well, probably. That was my hand gesture. Gotcha. I thought you were holding seat. me up like Simba. I'm like, dude, that's the wrong movie. Yeah, I, That's the wrong I was movie. trying to figure that out as well. But. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for those questions. Again, if you want to write in questions to us, write us at thistimewith.com slash talk. Um, our topic of the show today is going to be all about actors turned directors. So stay tuned to that for that, sorry, later in the episode. So shall we get started with some news? Hell yeah. News. Do, 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 do. All right. Well, we, we should have a little jingle we for should news. Have, I was thinking about that today, too. Yeah. We'll, we'll use what you just did from this point on. Until we think of something yeah, better. We'll, we'll just cut that do, do, snippet do, do, out. Do, do. And News. <laughs> News. News. <laughs> so not a lot happening this week other than Apple coming out swinging and showing what they're doing to change swinging Hollywood. Swinging swinging for the fences. They're swinging for the fences, 100%. So Apple had their event this week, their Showtime keynotes. Um, and they announced a bunch of like credit cards. They announced a new service. But we're, what we're going to be focusing on today is mostly... The streaming service, Apple TV Plus. So before we get into what they actually announced, what what are your guys' quick uh quick hot takes on it, what we saw? Um Cool, I'm down. Are you guys I'm, excited? Did you guys like what you saw? Uh yeah. It I'm down to subscribe. Hopefully they have like a three month well a one month. Probably trial. one month. I could see them doing uh, just a one like month. Netflix. Yeah. Um but yeah, I'm down to watch what what content they they have up their sleeves and see what yeah. what it looks like. How would they you have quite a bit of um, creative directors yeah. and and we're going to get to that. Like they actors, they had a huge cast of people in their arsenal. Yeah, hundred percent. Shay, how about you? I really liked how they had um, all the creators up there, kind of talking about it. So that was really cool, in my opinion. But uh, it, it, it everything seems cool. Like people were complaining about, oh, I didn't get to see much of a trailer or whatever. But it's like that's it's not really about that. It's about giving these people a voice, giving these artists a canvas to paint on. And that's exactly it. You and know? that's exactly it, right? So it's gonna be really cool. And like the the talent that they have coming out of the gate is amazing, which we're gonna get into as well. Yeah, like when you and again we we were all kind of discussing as this event was happening, like like oh we want to see things. Every time they kind of shut down the house lights and another pair of superstars appeared on stage, it was a really cool moment and. Uh, when we were talking about it, it's like, yeah, we want to see what they're creating, but also like you have millions of people watching you right now. 
in all areas of of the field. So not not just the tech world now; it's entertainment. It's everyone's watching what Apple's announcing. So, to like Shay was saying, to give these people a voice and a platform to talk about why that's the most Apple thing they they could have done, which was. And then we did get a sizzle reel at the end mm-hmm. of them talking, and we actually saw what they were making. The quality looks good. Yeah, it looks very, very good. good. Yeah, very good. just from that Ho- sizzle reel. Hopefully, it's like Dolby Vision. They have some great like content in terms of like resolutions. Everything's 4K. Uh, I'm sure it would be. Yeah, and it's available. Everything's going to be available to download as well too. They said online yeah. and offline. So very cool. There's lots of options. And hundred countries it. as well. Yeah, yeah. That's so cool. And that's the thing. Like whenever there's a new, there's so many streaming services in the world. But you know, us, our podcast, we're based in Canada, so we don't get all of them, right? Right. We don't have the HBO goes. We don't have the Hulus. We have variations of them and that content, but we don't have the those, official ones. Yeah. Those official ones, right? So just a quick rundown of who we actually saw at this event. So when Apple started this event, there was this really great black and white video that started the events, and the first person and voice we hear is no other than Anthony's favorite person, Steven Spielberg. Can we can we address this elephant in the room right Let's now? Let's address it right now. Elephant in the room. What we haven't the watched hell? it because Dumbo. We haven't seen it. We First haven't of all, seen Dumbo. What the seen hell it. is Steven Spielberg doing there? Crazy, right? Crazy. And it, why weren't you doing his voice? That was what I was concerned <laughs> about the most. Um, <laughs> Listen, guy, I'm Steven. What a like. What a twist. That is a twist. Yeah. Because two weeks ago or three weeks ago, he right. was you know. Trying to boycott Netflix from ever entering the Academy Awards, right? But and again, to be fair, he was more mostly talking about TV shows, right? Like he was he was talking about movies on Netflix, right? Because Amblin, his company, does have shows. He they did Haunting of Hill House on Netflix, so right. I don't think he's opposed to the TV shows, but it just it just the timing of it, it's really awkward, right? Hundred percent, a little bit messy in my oh definitely like, viewing this. So I don't think it, Apple really. They they have Emmys. I know they do. They have a story. They have Emmys. Oh, Apple Emmys. Has Emmys. They, they yeah. have Emmys. Yeah. I think yeah. they really want an Oscar. I want to be. And surprised, they have man. what they've. Uh, they have an animated feature film coming out, a documentary. Yep. And they picked up another feature film from Sundance. I think we're going to see like come next award season, we're going to see a lot of Apple content so there. Now it looks suspicious that For sure. you know Apple is. Biting to make movies as yeah. well, and he and they want an Academy Award. Who yeah. doesn't? So if Steven Spielberg really does well with his TV show, right? And they ask him, "Hey, can you Steven, make a movie? What's for up, us? Stevie? Can you uh, can you direct this for us? What do you think his answer is going to be? Yes, <laughs> right. I honestly, I I'll be honest with you. I don't think his stand. I I think his- he literally looked like a villain <laughs> with this suit. He looked like the penguin. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll say too because they had that picture of him in black and white behind him. It was a very menacing looking picture. Yeah, very menacing picture. And I, ju- I just think that because everything that happened as well too with him talking about Netflix and then him now backing Apple. Again, it's just the timing it's, of it. It was bad timing. It's it the timing super of it. Right? Bad timing. Because obviously this has been in the works for a long time, right? Yes. That he's been yeah. he's been working with them. So crazy timing. Well, it's not. It's no one's fault but his. So yeah. And again, I think too like. We spoke about it on a few episodes back. Uh, a lot of the news picked it up as well, too. So it made it a lot bigger than it probably ended up being. Because mm-hmm. we haven't really heard about it too much since then. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's just, it just crazy timing. Yeah. Um, other people we saw in that video. It's a great video, by the way. You should definitely check it out on YouTube or on, on Twitter. J.J. Uh, Abrams, Sofia Coppola, M. Night Shyamalan, Ron Howard, Octavia Spencer, 
Reese Witherspoon, Damien Chazelle, Jennifer Aniston, Haley Steinfeld, and Steinfeld, uh, Fields? Feld? Steinfeld. Steinfeld. Yeah. And that's just who we saw in that little teaser video. There's more, even more uh, actors who are part of this. Yeah, service, Jason right? Momoa, Chris Evans. Yeah, Alfred Woodward, uh, Woodward goes, uh, everyone, yeah. So goes. we'll go talk about the shows, but what star power they already have there? Yeah. You know, Jennifer Aniston returning to TV as well, too. This is her first, like, TV show really since Friends, is it not? Um, I think so, yeah. Well, she did, like, I think an episode of Cougar Town. Ah, uh, yes, Cougar Town. Yes. <laughs> you know well, that? Good old Cougar, Cougar Town. Good old Cougar Town. Good old Cougar Town. Um, but it's cool to see, I mean, like, just the names alone, like, Dave, uh, Damien Chazelle just won countless awards for La La Land a couple years ago. Yeah. Um, he just directed First Man. Like, you have, uh, I think Barry Jenkins is working on a show as well, too, for them. Like, you have so many people a part of this who are, like, putting their faith in Apple, which yeah. is really cool to see. The the guy who played me in a movie, Kumail Nanjiani, he has a show coming out, too, called Little America. And what's, is, I think he's writing it with his wife. Yeah. And it's a bunch of immigrant stories that were pulled from, I think, Epic Magazine or something like that. Real stories. Yeah, real stories. And uh, what's interesting is that uh, co-creator of Master of None, Alan Yang, is also helming the show with him. So it's kind of like Master of None did such a good job of, you know, talking about immigrant stories as well, yeah. along with it being a fantastic show. For sure. That now you're going to be going more in this light. So it's it's cool. I think it's going to be interesting. Yeah, I mean, again, like, I, I can't get over the amount of people who were there showing up, you know? Yeah. Um. So just to kind of break down the shows of what was officially announced, we have The Morning Show, which is starring Reese, um, Jennifer Aniston, and Steve Carell. Which is like a, a, I guess, a show about a morning talk show. We have C, which is with uh, Jason Momoa and Alfre Woodard, who is they're like a blind colony who were inhabiting the Earth after, like, I guess, a post-apocalyptic events happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Sesame Street, probably like the biggest name in children's TV. So yeah, like, you it's, could, about, it's about coding as well, though. Yeah, so right. like you could really tell that Apple's trying to kind of cover all their bases here, right? Uh, we have Little America, like Shay was giving us a breakdown on. We have Little Voices, which is produced by J.J. Abrams and Sarah Bareilles, who's like a, a musician. Yeah, that and was so strange to that see. Was a, that yes. was an interesting uh, switch up, you know? Yeah. I, I love how like uh, she was talking about like her music, and J.J. was like, hey, did you, th- did you think about making that into a series? I was like, probably not, you know? Yeah. Uh, and then Oprah at the end, to end it all. Oprah. The Silent Killer. <laughs> silent Killer. Only, that was her nickname in yeah. Chicago. Yeah. Also, the only person who stand, stood center stage. Yeah. If you guys took that in, she was the only one that got center stage when they were talking. So what did about you guys it. think of Oprah being unveiled as one of their main um, features of Apple TV or Apple TV Plus? Doesn't surprise me. I mean, uh, Oprah and Apple, I feel like they go very hand in hand. Sure. She's. Uh, She's always loved Apple for a very long time, and she's brought them up a lot, too. So it's going to be cool. I think it's going to be interesting. And uh, people so, love Oprah. So here's my my other my follow-up question. Yeah, please. What do you think she's going to do different for Apple TV or Apple in general in terms of the service than she is for her own? Her own, actually own, her network. Own. Her own network. Yeah. Uh, I, I just think that... Because her network is not doing as hot, hot as... Right what they expected it to be. And she still does these interviews and all that. Yep. So now they're bringing her into, um, into Apple's ecosystem, right? Yeah. So I just, I just think it's giving her, uh, it's giving her a platform too, right? Like the problem with having a mini series or a documentary series on a network TV show is that one, 
people have to subscribe to that network yep. TV service, right? Yep. Also, it's you have commercials, you have it playing over multiple nights, where things like documentaries do and miniseries do so well on streaming services because people could just binge that. Mm-hmm. You know, like people, so many were ta- so many people were talking about like um, the what's the the recent one that just came out that everyone was watching that the Manson. Charles uh, Manson murder Ted Ted Bundy Ted Bundy yeah Ted, Ted Bundy. Bundy yeah Ted Bundy the tapes the tapes yeah yes, so that yes, that yes. was like the miniseries I was having now the movies coming I just think it's yeah. giving people a place to watch it all in one shot and have it you know yeah. I, I also think it's it's this is a, such a side note but it's so funny that Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon are in the same show together they played sisters yeah. on Friends right so that's a little funny nice little, little funny uh, little on haha little haha mm-hmm. little. That's it. That's all I got. Yeah, but yeah. How about you, Anthony? What do you? What do you? What's your takeaway with Oprah? Because Oprah was obviously the, the big one at the end, right? Right. She came out after I think uh, the Apple TV guys came out on stage, so she was like that one more thing. Yeah. Um, I'm cool with it. I'm not a big Oprah fan. Like I, like it's not my generation. Like Oprah's oh, not my generation. Yeah, for sure. Same. I don't know if I would like actually watch her content. Right. Like, like wait for it. Maybe. I don't know. I'll I'd have watch to, like one episode. I'll watch one yeah, episode in, in that sense. But I, I would have rather had... See, I, when they introduce Oprah, you're introducing like this entity. She's like literally a god. She's of, a god, yeah. Of, Among of, peasants there. Of entertainment yep. and all that. So Across multiple... Like, she's, she's done everything. 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 Movies. She's movies. Written. Done movies. Produced. Everything she's Everything, done. yeah. She yeah. probably has an album on the way. Yeah. She produced she has The an Color album Purple with Spielberg yeah. as well, too, you know? I think she probably has an album oh. on the way. Check it out on SoundCloud. Yeah, but I think her name carries clout, right? So by serious clout. So by Oprah being there, I think other creators are gonna be like, "Damn, I gotta be where this is because there's something special happening right here, right now." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it was it was a cool event. All, like, it was. I'm just surprised how much time they gave to the creators on stage. Like, that's that's what really surprised me. Well, this like it. Apple's very like their their whole like ideology is yeah. you know our computers are used to create something right you know it makes sense to give these people their platform yeah um and you said like why um it's crazy that the amount of people coming into this event all these, these celebrities and these powerhouse people these people use our technology 100%. they also believe in what apple stands for definitely and that you know they are in a, in the whole grand scheme of things. They're not an awful company. They they're very um, against a lot of the things. So, uh, the With Hollywood pri- is privacy and the, yeah. pri- and things like that, right? Yeah. And I, and I think too when you we've seen Apple also in the news a couple weeks ago too with. Uh, with their battle with Spotify, right, Up against how they treat artists, and there's been a lot of people coming to Apple's aid saying like, no, like. Apple is very creative first, mm-hmm, right? So mm-hmm. it's cool. And, I, and I'm and i hoping like I, Apple has always been at the center of innovation when it comes to how we consume content with iTunes back in the day, with Apple Music and, and things like that. Now just kind of pushing things forward. I'm just glad that they're finally getting into TVs and movies because we've been <laughs> using their platforms for so long now. I hope to see a Spike Jones Ooh. Oh, yeah. TV. Her be- too. Yeah, because uh, Apple and Spike Jones, they... They love working together. Yeah, Spike Jones also directed the uh, HomePod commercial. The HomePod commercial, yeah, yeah, yeah. great commercial with the Anderson Pack song. Okay. Yeah, Shay, you were going to say something before. Uh, I probably was going to sneeze. To be honest. With you. Oh, okay, thank you yeah. for doing it closer to the mic. Yeah, yeah I was going to be like, <laughs> so obviously, stay tuned for more news on Apple TV Plus. We're going to be talking about it a lot 
throughout the year. It's going to be launching in fall. Yeah. So we have some time to wait now. That was the only downer, I think, how, for myself. How long was the show? Uh, the the conference itself yeah. was almost two hours. Interesting. Yeah. Why do, you, why do you ask? I was trying to give you a segue to the next topic. Well, that's a great segue that ah! I, I totally blew over my head. <laughs> Speaking of long... Time sitting down in one spot. Speaking of hours. Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of time being a flat circle, uh, we got finally got a confirmation of what the runtime is going to be for Avengers Endgame. So I think for a few years, every time a movie's been coming out from Marvel or any superhero movie, we're like, yeah, just give me the long movie so we could get all these plot points in. And I think this is the first time that we're actually getting a long-ass movie. So it's confirmed to be three hours and two minutes. Are the two minutes yeah. the most important Could you, part yeah. of the movie? It is, because that is part of the credits, and those people made that movie, Anthony. Or is it the after credit scene? A two-minute after credit scene? Why I don't not? know. I don't know. It makes sense. I mean, some after credit scenes have been like 30 seconds long, right? Yeah. Uh, at the end of the day, it's crazy, because you think about movies like that aren't even from that long ago, like Lord of the Rings, Return of the King was three hours, 21. Yeah. And no one made a big deal about that. Not all people no. sat in their seats. No one moved. Yeah. This yeah. is like twenty films now. Like, sit your ass down. Watch yeah, this movie. I think I think we'll be is, able to. Is there like backlash against it being this long? I've been seeing people responding on Twitter and on Reddit, Reddit saying, "Oh my gosh, this is hey guys, this is how you stay in your seat without having to pee for so long." I'm like, are, "Don't are, drink are, water." Are you guys okay? Like, like people asking for an intermission. Like, I've been watching Bollywood movies since I was a kid, and yeah. they're like, "I'm still watching one." I think yeah. they're that long. <laughs> it hasn't ended, and they have intermissions. 100, percent they do, but. When you used to watch them sometimes in theaters or at home, you just keep watching. Yeah, 100%. So everyone needs to just sit down and watch Avengers Endgame. And yeah, like if it's three days, you it's sit all good. there for well, three days. Yeah, you don't move. You, you don't, don't move. move. One no. showing a day. Yeah. But I was gonna say, I'm was i glad you brought up the intermission. Do you guys, like, that's the thing. Like, three hours and two minutes, yes, it's a long movie. But I don't think that's really warranting of an intermission. Do you, no. Would you guys no. want to see an intermission? No, with no, no, hell that, no. That, so you add an intermission to this movie is going to break the whole... The flow. The whole flow. It's like pausing a movie and like leaving for an hour yeah. and coming back and you just can't get back into it. The last movie, so I saw Hateful Eight in theaters. When, uh, oh, yes. And I, Hateful Eight had, had an intermission, right? Because yeah. it was like the 70 millimeter screening or whatever in, it in was Toronto. It was a play as well. Sorry? It was written like a play, right? 100%, so. yeah. So, and yeah, and it had an intermission, and yeah, it works. Like, that works for stage plays, and like Shay was saying, it's written, like, very much like a stage play, that movie, but... Yeah. Like like you guys said, it just it just kills the flow for me, especially in a, a, a giant superhero epic. Like, I don't... I'm okay to sit in my seat for three hours, you know? Yeah. They did it with um, the other Quentin Tarantino slash... Oh, Grindhouse. Grindhouse, Grindhouse yeah. yeah. Which that makes was sense. also two like, films, right? That right. was two films, and they're designing it to have an intermission. Right. Yes. Right. I don't think the this... The Russo brothers are not designing this movie to have an intermission. Guys, we had our intermission from April of last yeah. year till now. We had Hell a year yeah. off. Where are the tickets? Where... Oh, my guys! Cineplex, for God's sake. Put me out of my misery. Kill him. Oh, oh wait, <laughs> wait, sorry. Wait a second. Uh, what's that? Uh, Wizard? What's the... Oh, Avril Lavigne! Avril Lavigne! Avril Lavigne! Oh my gosh! So yeah, Cineplex, put those tickets on sale, please. Uh, we're going to be there opening night, so obviously stay tuned for our reactions. And 
our minds being blown after we watch Simplex this movie. is hearing this, and they're like, no, no you're not. No. You're not going to be there, Guys, We're going to make sure you're not there. They're going to... <laughs> they're not going to be reserved seats. They're going to make us line up for them, They're going to shadow ban your account for some reason. Uh, dude, my, <laughs> here's the thing. Okay. I feel like I've been refreshing the Cineflex website so much that it's taking longer <laughs> and longer each time. They're going to block my IP address. They're definitely this one guy is like, why is They're like, IP why are we just... getting this amount of... This is like Super Bowl night, you know? Um, yeah, so we'll stay tuned for that. Uh, our last story this week. Uh, some news, some speculation, but it looks pretty much confirmed because this is coming from uh, Dave McNary from... Variety. Uh, Angelina Jolie in negotiations for Marvel's The Eternals. Ooh. Ooh, which also isn't an officially announced movie yet. Just something that's kind of been working in the background right now. Yeah. Bless you, Shay. Shay's uh, sneezing, Shay sneezing off, uh, off mic. We're going to have a brief intermission right now for oh Shay to finish sneezing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this is the... What, was it a 10 minute intermission? 10 minute intermission. We're just going to stay here. I'm on almost silent. done, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> so, Angelina Jolie is in talks to star in Marvel Studios' The Eternals, uh, and which would be her first comic book movie role. Uh, details about the movie right now are is being kept under wraps. What's, what would you say? Is it? What would be. Uh, Why, what was the other. The, um, her other movie that oh, she did. Oh, Girl Interrupted, yes. No. <laughs> um, the one with James Malkavoy. Oh, wanted? wanted? Yeah, it's a graphic novel. That's a that was graphic, a graphic novel. That's yeah, a, for sure. That's a comic book. That, uh, it is she's a graphic novel. Right? But she's done Laura Croft as a video game. Too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I, I think she'd be a, she'd be cool, like cool to do this. Obviously. Well, yeah, she's. Are you great. guys familiar with the Eternals at all? Too much? No, not at all. Um, somewhat. What do you know about them? So I know they're they're beings created by the celestial god. Um, they're they're like the superheroes of the celestials, and they're designed to protect earth cool from the deviants cool and i mean this is going to be produced by marvel studios again this isn't officially announced yet yeah marvel hasn't announced any movies past spider-man far from home which comes out in july um yeah i mean more star power the better for this movie right yeah i think people are the way comic book movies are being made now i think big actors aren't afraid of being part of them now at this point yeah. right they do have a director on on um on the internal on the internals do you know she's, who's uh, uh, who's on it right now chloe Zhao. oh yes 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 chinese film director awesome yeah, she's done a couple of indie projects <sighs> yeah but this is her big that's like, a, foray into yeah, the i mean that's movie. the marvel way right now i mean you yeah. look at captain marvel uh, was two indie directors uh you look at ryan coogler what he did with black panther and he was coming off of creed 2 but i mean uh creed the first movie not creed 2 uh but he also came from Fruitvale Station, and he was doing a lot smaller films as well, too, right? Yeah. So, it's great to see. Like, I love, I love seeing that, and it's, I'm, it's really cool to see that they're kind of branching out and how they're directing as well, too. Yeah, you know. Um, if you guys are interested, there is a great Eternals, uh, Eternals, uh, graphic novel or series. It was uh, written by Neil Gaiman. Oh yes, and written and drawn, sorry, uh, by John Romita Jr. Okay. Very, ne very good. I know Neil Gaiman from. Uh, he did the Norse mythology book, yes, which is a really interesting and movie. American gods and American gods as well too. Here we go, Anthony's favorite. <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah, that's that's awesome. I have to check that out for sure. sure. Um, so that's the end of the news for this week. Do we have a jingle for the end of the news yet, Anthony? Do 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 do. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that was it. Uh, moving on to the box office, like we said, to obviously to my detriment, we haven't seen Dumbo yet. I haven't seen Dumbo yet. Uh, are you are you gonna be okay? Are you yeah? You're gonna I'll be good? find a way to continue. We may need an intermission. <laughs> uh, 
But obviously, right now, the box office is predicting around 40 to 60 million. It's going to fall somewhere between there. Do you guys, what do you, what's your take on that so far, guys? Okay, well, what's the budget uh, on this? Hill? Don't ru- don't rush. <laughs> what's the budget on this? Hill? I wouldn't be surprised if it's if it's around 150. I think Shay's getting us uh, a box office projection right now on that. But um, I remember reading a headline. Um, the only thing memorable about Dumbo was Dumbo the elephant, like the right. CG of the elephant. Everything else billion. was 107 uh, billion. Sorry, 107 oh billion. Gosh. Oh my gosh! Sorry, Shay's cold came through there. Not <laughs> true. <laughs> they have a lot of money to make up. Um. um the only thing memorable you were saying was the elephant itself. The elephant, like yeah. the the CG of the elephant, right. how they animated the elephant. Okay. Elephant but everything else, uh, forgot, forgettable. But I will, I probably will wait till it comes out to sure. watch it. I'm not a big Dumbo fan. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I know you are, Daniel. I, it's, I'm not for like... For some reason. I don't know where we built this up from. Uh, last episode, if well, you go back and watch yeah. it or listen Ooh. to it, you do say... I love Dumbo. <laughs> you do say, I, was, I grew up watching Dumbo. In fact, as a as a child, I would pretend to be an elephant. <laughs> <laughs> and fly. I'm like, okay, man. No and one, then like, we, when you come into your house, there's a bunch of like yeah, elephants everywhere. Elephant That's my family, everywhere. first of all. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> and then you're always trying to like circus things. Yeah. Like, I don't know, man. My, my, here's my thing. I... I yeah, I liked the Dumbo movie growing up. No, no, no. Like no, is light. That's 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 my feelings on it. Light, light. Um, but also, I'm with Tim Burton brings a certain style too to this, right? Yes. So this movie like visually looks very similar to uh, Alice in Wonderland. Big fish. Big, <laughs> big eyes. Or what was the movie called? Yeah, big, big fish. fish and big eyes. It was called Big, big eyes, eyes, right? Big fish. Big eyes, big fish. Uh, it's just very Tim Burton esque, which. Yeah. It's just a cool thing because he also has his very distinct style, but also he has a very distinct style and it doesn't always work, right? Right. What really attracts me to this movie is just I love seeing Michael Keaton and Danny DeVito back together. Yeah. And Dumbo. And Dumbo. <laughs> and Dumbo, I'm sorry. And Dumbo, I'm sorry. I hope it does well. Honestly, like it's coming out at the end of March, so I think it's safe to say it's going to do pretty well. I think it's a, it's an easy family movie for parents to take their kids to go see, so yeah. I'm not going to be surprised if it hits these numbers. I just I'm curious long term. You know, we have Shazam coming out next week as well too. Where is it gonna is it gonna have legs? Is Dumbo gonna be able to continue flying? Or do they shoot him down? Oh my god. <laughs> god, okay. We should name the episode that. No, we shouldn't. <laughs> Go ahead, Anthony, sorry. Trailers. Trailers. No jingle for trailers, but this week, trailer-wise, we've got scary stories to tell in the dark. What a different trailer, eh? That, what a different That trailer a- scared the hell out of me. Wait, wait the, the first trailers or this new trailer? This new trailer. Yeah, I watched, really? I watched the trailer today, and it's frightening. So this new trailer made it seem more like, like a children's book, but like like still scary. Maybe I I don't know because I didn't see the first trailer. Yeah, I didn't. So well, I, saw, I, I saw thought this was today. the first trailer. I saw something that scared me. Well, today. the first trailers were like a bunch of those like snippets, right? Oh, that he was releasing on, on, yeah, yeah, yeah. on they Twitter. Were just like, yeah. They were like these scary shots of like these things. Of ni- a pure nightmare. Of pure nightmares. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, this looks crazy. Then this one, it really painted like a narrative for the film, which still looks scary as hell, don't yeah. get me wrong. But it made me go, oh, it's kids that are unlocking these stories. Right. Also, this I think the scariest part of the The part that made me laugh, though, is when they said, we don't read the book. The book reads you, which made me laugh. Oh, Tropic Thunder? Yeah. And uh, I don't read the script. Script reads me. Yeah. Also, uh, the ending shot in the trailer, but just because it goes to the title of the movie, and then it cuts to that like 
ghosts and that literally scared me because i literally got up from my seat to do something else and this goat not goat this ghost started yelling at me and it really scared me i thought like when i saw this trailer i hope i hope it's a it's a what we see in the trailer is not the only things that we see in not the big scares not the big scares because those creatures very similar to what you would normally see in a um Del Toro film? A Del Toro film. Yeah, definitely. And now we, creepy looking. Now, they said this is going to be PG-13, right? Are they? I oh. believe I believe I saw that on the Twitter spheres earlier, that they're leaning into a PG-13 for this. Which you could do, like with scary movies, you could do a lot with PG-13. You just can't show gore and nudity, really. But you could still scare the hell out of people with PG-13. Yeah, but... You just, you just want these kids to be like... I just want some yeah, horror, I take it more you know? seriously for sure. when it's rated R. Yeah, you know? yeah, like when it's a rated R horror film, it's like, oh, buddy, you're in for some trouble. And I think yeah. that that even like, like just mindset wise, you're going in thinking that anything could happen, right? Yeah. With PG thirteen, you're still like, ah, uh, like there's 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 there's, there's like a thirteen year old could be sitting next to me. 100%. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, that's yeah. that's and that's, Anthony hates thirteen year olds. Hundred percent. Children, the worst. Sweep them out of the way. Oh my god. <laughs> He's like an old Nona just oh. holding a broom, just smacking kids out of the way. Speaking of scary movies, continuing with new trailers this week, Angry Birds 2. God. I did not see the trailer for this. Who you asked did? for this, though? Who asked for this? Did you ask for this, did you ask for this movie? No, Anthony? I'm not a big Angry Birds um Who's still playing fan. Angry Birds? I was going to say, can we send get a... In, yeah, send it to com slash talk and tell us if you're still playing Angry Birds. Tell us what your high score is on that uh, island, that new island. I There was... Actually, I was watching... Um, like on the Angry Birds website, they have this uh, AR version of Angry Birds, which oh, cool. is, looks really cool. Cool. Just wanted to. It, it's crazy. But like, who plays Angry Birds, right? <laughs> it's crazy to think though. Like when you look, when you again, like we were talking about Apple earlier, but when we look at six, seven years ago, what the App Store was, what games looked like on mobile, that's Angry Birds. Literally had a million versions. There was Star Wars version. Oh there was gosh. everything of Angry Birds. So I think they had one of. About you, Daniel. They probably did, yeah. I was gonna say they had to bring back Angry the Bird eyebrows. Fumble, yeah. they, had to, they had to bring back the eyebrows line in this trailer as well, too. Making fun of the Seriously, eyebrows. They, of all scenes to bring back, it was yeah, that one. I just, I just like really, guys. They just, they just knew we were gonna talk about it. I was gonna ask, uh, let's, can we get a, a box office for the first Angry Birds? I'm just curious to see what that made now. Um, well, enough to make a se- sequel. Right? They must have. They must have. I'm gonna say. What's your prediction on box office for the first one, Anthony? Three hundred and fifty million. Okay. I was. I'm gonna say 200 million. I'm gonna go prices right rules. Okay, 352 million. What did you say? 350. Yeah. Dang, Anthony. Won. World worldwide box office gross was 352 million. Uh, I wonder what the budget was. I'm just trying to. I'll take a look. I'll, you okay. guys keep talking. Um, but yeah, I mean, they might. It, like, it's doing well. I mean, the animation style isn't like a Pixar level or like a DreamWorks. Seventy-three million dollars was the budget, so it definitely okay. it, it made its budget back. It for made sure. its budget back, and yeah. it's funny that it's so like Sony's coming off of into the Spider Verse, and this is their follow up to that, which um, will be interesting to see what happens. Hmm. Um, the next trailer that we got, there was a couple other trailers this week, but I think the most interesting one that we got that dropped today before the show, Pennyworth. Which is a show about Alfred Pennyworth, the butler of Bruce Wayne, aka Batman. Do we need a show? We on don't Alfred? need a show. It, it's funny because if you watch Teen Titans go to the movies, I was literally about to say, yeah, that. they they make fun of this, and literally the next thing Disney uh, DC does, I always make this mistake. Yeah, the next thing DC <laughs> does is they make a show about Alfred. Why next, Batman's utility belts? Right. The, coming to Apple TV Plus. Yeah. yeah. Unless Alfred, they're gonna portray alfred with this really cool backstory but right 
Even though, even even if he was this really crazy secret agent, right? Do we really need an Alfred Pennyworth? Yeah, I I, I don't know. It's it's one of those things. Like it just kind of looked like a very generic action war movie, or this guy kind of being in the war and trying to live a normal life and stuff like that. And then at the end, it's like, hey, I'm Alfred Pennyworth. Right. So it's like you don't really associate him. They're kind of banking on this. By the name alone, right? It's right. coming out on Epic. I was about to say this is coming out on Epics, which is interesting. It's not coming to DC Universe. Like, or yeah, anything it's a premium like cable subscription, I believe, and it's in the states. I never, yeah. I've never heard of this. Um, of this networks. So yeah, kind of, kind of a weird one, but obviously, when once it comes out, we'll give it a shot at least. We'll give it the old uh, one two. Well, if we can watch it, if yeah. we can watch it here legally in Canada for sure. <laughs> so that was it for trailers this week. Let's get it to what's actually coming to the theaters this week. Uh, out this week, Shazam, finally. And if you want to hear more about our thoughts of that movie, we have our review, which will also be in the show notes here. Check that out. We also spoke about it in a good length last week's episode, so you could hear us there as well, too. Uh, Pet Cemetery, which is another really scary-looking movie, is coming out this week as well. Uh, that one's starring Jason Clark, uh, John Lithgow. Um, a remake of the original movie, and obviously based on the Stephen King book. High Life, which is with Robert Pattinson. And the best of enemies, which is with Sam Rockwell and Taraji P. Henson. Anything, any one of these stand out to you guys? Anything you guys are going to go see? I'll see Shazam again. I mean, we're going to go see it one more time. Yep. Uh, Pet Cemetery looks like it's going to scare the hell out of me. Yep. So we'll see. We'll see, we'll see if we have the yeah. the stomach for it. And the other two, I probably will not watch. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't even heard of this uh, Best of Enemies with yeah. Sam Rockwell. I saw a trailer for it a couple weeks ago, and that was the first time I saw it. And it looks like it's a very Oscar-y movie, especially with the cast. Oh, yes, I did see this trailer. Um, He's like um, like a KKK member that kind of gets switched over to... Right. Something like that. Something I'm going like, to agree with you. Yeah. I'm going to agree with you. Uh, yeah, I probably, would. I, thought, I, I probably would watch Pet Cemetery. Pet Cemetery looks really scary. Yeah. So... I'm into that. Pets. And it's getting really, from the early reviews that have been coming out, it's been getting really good reviews as well. So Great. Ex- excited to see it. Excited to see it. What have we been watching ourselves, though? So we know what's coming out in theaters this week, but what have we been watching? Zero. I have not watched anything. You haven't watched a thing, eh? Okay, so I started watching um, the new Netflix film um, with Kevin Costner and Woody Harrelson. Yep. forgot what it's what it's called but that's the one where they're going after bonnie and clyde right yes and i feel like they're border control people i'm gonna keep i'm gonna let you talk about it while i look that up quickly uh well the short long story short it's very boring so i probably won't watch it finish watching it that is the only thing i watched this week and the grand tour which i love cars so i love the grand tour they did a really good um episode on the Lancia Stratos, which is an old Italian 80s car. And then they talked about the Porsche um, 911 and uh, Porsche uh, Le Mans car. Where where really do you watch this? Uh, Amazon Prime. Oh, it's Amazon Prime show. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the Highwaymen is the name of the That's show. That's what it's called, The Highwaymen. Yeah. Cool. So yeah. Not, not too memorable for you so far. Well, right now, I, yeah. Maybe because it's just boring i don't know yeah and it's crazy because i'm like kevin costner and woody is like that's two big names right yeah not even woody harrelson could save it eh? i love woody harrelson yeah uh, me too and no not in this though not in this <laughs> not in this though how about you shay what have you been watching uh i actually watched a lot this week uh argo because of our topic of uh, the show today is topic about, of the show. You know, directors 
actors turned to directors. And my girlfriend never seen Argo, so I showed her Argo, and she loved it. I think she's gonna go show her parents as well. Yeah, oh, good. I'm glad she liked it. Well then, thank you. Yeah, no, I'm glad she. I love that movie. I'm glad she. I love Argo as well. Fantastic I don't know why film. you took that so threateningly. You guys really liked Argo, eh? Yeah, really you liked Argo? Argo. Yeah, yeah it was okay. What's That's wrong enough. with this guy? I, I read it by like, David Fincher. Man. I wouldn't put it on any list. I think it's when you look at <laughs> I mean, when you look at Oscar about, winning what best pictures. What about a list of movies named Argo? Would you put it on that list? It's the Toronto Argonauts. <laughs> then it's Argo. Then maybe. Um, but I think when you look at when I look at at least the best picture winners of the last 10, 20 years. Argo's one that at least I've gone to revisit more. Just because, again, like we said, it's a movie about a movie. And it's just, I just really like... Great performances, like, too. Great performances. And I really like what Ben did with that movie. Yeah. And then I showed my girlfriend uh, 50-50. Yep. Love that film. And again, JGL. Obviously, he didn't direct that film, but no. he has directed a film. So it's kind of like, oh, let's go watch him. Yep. And it's a film that I've actually watched a lot more than I ever thought I would. Yeah, because it gets heavy, that movie. That movie gets really heavy. <laughs> it Very. does, but it's still, like, sweet. And then I watched, and she made me watch uh, Easy A. Have you seen Easy A before? Yeah, I've seen, I've seen it when it first came out, and then I rewatched it now. Um, and I, didn't, I forgot that Penn Badgley was in it, and he was in that show You that I watched on Netflix as yep, well. Yep, yep. So, uh, yeah, great film. I mean, uh, I love Stanley Tucci in that film, and uh, his wife, who I'm blanking on her name right now. But, uh, yeah, really great films. Uh, f- movie-filled weekend for me. That's week, week for me. Week. Very cool. Uh, just quick, some breaking news here from the Cineplex Twitter account, just before I get into what I've been watching. Here we go. Uh, we've been having some technical issues with Cineplex.com and the Cineplex store today, and we have left some movie lovers frustrated. Know that we're working hard on a fix and apologize for the frustration. We hope to have everything back in order soon and put these Avengers tickets on sale. Kidding. They didn't say that part, but that's what I'm how I'm taking it, just so you guys know. Uh, what I've been watching this week, I haven't been watching a lot this week either. But I did pick up Batman the Animated Series on iTunes, which is on sale because it's Batman Batman's 80th anniversary. And boy, does this look good. Yeah. It's super HD. It's so cool to see these shows that, you know, obviously we grew up watching and how clear it looks. Can I own them in, on DVDs and cassettes growing up? And, like, you know how they always came out those, like, mini collections? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I had it on standard definition on iTunes, but... This is like the ultimate way of owning it. So it's really yeah. cool to... Uh, I know you picked it up as well too, Anthony. Yeah, me. Yeah, I... I um. When I saw it, I'm like, uh, should I, should I, should I not? Um, but I watched one of the previews and it was amazing. Like that, the clarity yeah, it's, is great it's for crazy. a 90s. A 90s cartoon that yeah. was like the way, how how things were made in the four by three ratio and everything like that yeah. too. So definitely uh, check out, like if you're interested, just type in Batman animated comparison on YouTube and the first few results, you'll see, like, they did, like, a side-by-side comparison of what it used to look like and how it looks now. It's amazing. Yeah. It's really, really cool to see that because that show was super dark for its time. Yeah. And it was a kid's show as well. Um, yeah, wasn't watching anything else this week. So let's uh, let's jump into our topic of the show. Are we ready, gentlemen? Yes. All right. So this week, our topic of the show is we're going to be discussing our favorite or at least... Notable actors who have turned to directors. Uh, these directors could still be doing acting roles today, or they could maybe have just directed one movie, but let's talk about actors who at least have joined the ranks of directors. So who wants to start us off? Um, Don't jump in all at once. Sorry. I was, <laughs> it's okay. I'm still like mid-sneeze half the time today. I was thinking about some, and I mean, I don't want to take the names that you guys have thought of, because I know that Anthony's got some big names it's in all good. chamber. Um one that I went back to in thinking about was Harold Ramis. 
Okay. No? All right. Sounds yeah. good. Uh, Tell us more. Uh, he's, he's, he's done so many great films. Uh, Caddyshack, National Lampoon's Vacation, yep. Groundhog Day, Analyze This, Analyze That. Uh, bedazzled. I love bedazzled. Oh I don't know why. It's such With a Brandon, guilty I, pleasure. I don't, I, that's one of the first. I remember my dad bringing home like the stack of like bootleg movies. I think I was. Should I say this? Like bootleg movies in the like in the early to mid two thousands. And bedazzled is one of those movies that I watched Elizabeth so much. Hurley is so hot in that movie. Yeah, and and it's just a funny movie. It's just really it's funny. A, it's a really funny movie. Yeah, yeah, he also did like four episodes of The Office too. I didn't realize. Oh really? I eh? yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. And he was Very also. Cool. I mean on. You know, he's an actor as well. Yeah, he did uh, Ghostbusters. So yeah, I mean, he's he's a he's a Bill Murray's boy. That's really cool. Yeah. I have more too, if you want. Yeah, I was gonna say. Let's, yeah, let's, I'm going. Let's, James let's, Franco. He did the Disaster Artist. Yeah, you know, you've got Tom Hanks. He did that thing you do and Larry Crown, who no one saw. Yeah, <laughs> I was. I was that thing you do I, is a movie. I yeah. really enjoy that movie. I, I really like that, that movie. movie. I really like that movie. Kenneth Branagh. I really like him as an actor and as a director. Yep. Uh, Thor. Hamlet. He's done like pretty much all these. Uh, every every Shakespeare yeah, movie. He's, he's Cinderella done. out of nowhere. Yeah, and I think out of most of the live action movies that we've seen, I've really loved. I really loved his take on Cinderella because it, it just felt very. It felt like its own thing. It felt like its own thing, and it felt still very like iconic in its own way, right? Which I think it's one that not a lot of people talk about. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Anthony? Any other? Um, Clint Eastwood. Yeah. Good old Clint. Um. Uh, out of all the movies that were, uh, I probably watched the most from actors who are who have turned director. Uh, Clint Eastwood is one of them. Uh, we have Mystic River, uh, Unforgiven, um, Bridges, Bridges of Madison County. Yeah. Do you think, do you think he does too many though? He has like so two a year sometimes. So here's the thing: he's a hit or miss director right now. Super. Super. Um, like, have you guys watched? What was his? What was one of his very, very first movies? Oh, I was gonna say like uh, recently. I know he did that train, the five seventeen train. Oh, he did the mule, didn't he? I don't think he directed the did mule. Did he direct the mule? Or maybe he did. Like, I don't think he did though. Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil, having seen was it, ninety seven film, okay. very, very good. But then you go to yeah, he directed um, the mule. He directed the mule. Like oof. Yeah. He also did fifteen seventeen in Paris this year as well, or yeah. last year. Yeah, which was also not a good movie. But sorry, you were saying about yeah. uh, he just has some like bad choices in movies, or he de- he makes weird decisions, like fifteen seventeen to Paris, where he uses the real the, the real people who did that. Yes, who were part of that uh, doesn't have the same impact an actor would be able to yeah. perform. Right, and I understand he want like why wouldn't I want the people who are actually in that train doing right. the movie but they just it just didn't come off yeah and and at that point too like isn't like it's not that far off like why not work on a documentary or i don't know if that just be being ignorant to it but no, like yeah it's, it's, it's just it's... like you could tell like from when i was watching that movie it's just like you could tell that these guys aren't actors yeah. right so like yes they were the people to to talk to about this movie obviously but i don't think when you're there's like a line between reality and fiction like, that you have to balance, right? Imagine doing Sully without Tom Hanks, and actually right? Using and I was going to say, right? for every Sully, he has like a, a fifteen seventeen to yeah. Paris. You know what I mean? So fifteen seventeen to Paris and the Mule were his last two yeah. movies, which were awful. I did not like the Mule at all. We I, I watched it uh, before the year was up, twenty eighteen, and it was just so not for me that I didn't. We didn't even shoot a review for it. It just went. It just was like that was one of the Oscar. Like he, I'm guessing he wanted that movie to be Oscar yeah. ready. And and, and he, the thing, I th- you watched it yourself. No, Andy? I have not. The thing that bothered me so much in that movie, and like I don't want to get too deep into this, but like 
he's supposed to be like this old guy who made a lot of mistakes in his life. Um, and they were trying to show how like out of touch he was, but literally every chance he get, he would make a joke about like cell phones or like, Oh, you kids are always addicted to your phones or something like that. That was mm-hmm. almost my Spielberg voice that you do, Anthony. That was a good Clint Eastwood. I think. Uh, you know, but like, it's just, it's just like one of those things like, Oh, you're going to, you're never regret that. Like, he's just like, he's always like commenting on the phones or kind of thing. like a super, super curmudgeon. Like, and it's just like, it's like, we've seen him play this before, but it's just like, it's so on the nose sometimes. Also like some of the, some of the, like the language that he uses as well too. Um, to, like to describe people it's just like whoa it's like it's almost like a, like a punch in the stomach because it's like you're hearing this and it's it's almost like they're is going like, you mean like racially like when he did yeah like racially Gran, Gran Torino when he yeah like it's Gran just, Torino. but it's oh not at least with Gran Torino like he's it I make, enjoyed Gran Torino yeah and, it makes sense for the character in that movie but like in this movie it's just like he's just going by his day and he says something and you're just like whoa like why like it's just so it's just well, so well he's Clint Eastwood right yeah but it just it just didn't fit for that movie yeah. and like that whole time with that movie like you never felt like he was ever in danger. Um, and I think that movie could have been really cool, but I just feel like they said, hey, we've seen Breaking Bad, and let's try and copy that. And it did not It did not do it for me. Yeah. Any other... You, any, what, or Want me to throw yeah, one out? Yeah, go, go, th- go uh, throw one out. I'm going to throw one out. I know we all, obviously we haven't spoken about Ben Affleck yet, so we're going we're gonna to talk about him a bit more. But uh, for myself, I think John Favreau. John Favreau is one of my favorite... Directing's, directors working today and it's like you've seen like you see his list of movies his first movie that he directed was a movie called made which is out in i think 2001 um but he's also gone on to direct movies like elf which is like an iconic christmas movie right there's not a lot of times that a christmas movie that's more modern kind of breaks into that it's a classic it's on all the time like home alone is right uh, i would say since home alone or even i know shay and i love jingle all the way but like since then it's been one of those like iconic christmas movies that's on on every channel all the time. Uh, he directed Zathura, uh, but also, obviously most notable, he's done Iron Man, Iron Man 2, which wasn't the best follow-up. Still a good time, but it's not the strongest follow-up because Iron Man was iconic. Cowboys and Aliens, did you guys see that? I tried yeah. many times to finish that film. <laughs> I haven't finished it either. I, I One day. I don't remember it. It's And you have a good you have Harrison remember, Ford and Daniel Craig yeah. in that movie and Olivia Wilde. I remember the actors? Yeah. And then I just forget I remember the about trailer. The story. I was going to say I remember seeing the, the trailer, trailer all yeah. the time before like and it just yeah, it just didn't just didn't did click. Hit the mark, yeah. Um but I think his kind of like comeback was with the movie Chef. Yeah. And like Chef is one of those movies that I could literally watch it at any time. I just watched it recently too. It just I think Chef is just such a perfect movie and it, I think it's such a perfect kind of like analogy for his career like he just he was in chef he plays a chef that wants to be able to create his own menu to do his own thing and not kind of have that overpowering voice telling him not to do something right and he acts in it too obviously right yeah he's he's directing and acting in this film that's that's a hard task as it is yeah but he doesn't just phone it in he does a really good job acting this film yeah it's a it's a very like um a movie that a lot of people slept on, I feel like. Like, definitely, like, yeah. I think it's on Netflix. Would you consider this his passion piece? Chef? Yeah. I think it's... I think when you look at what he's doing now, it's obvious that he has the mind and the passion to direct these giant movies. But I think every once in a while, you need to just make something that that's right for you. It felt right? like, to me, like it was his passion piece. Yeah. And, I, yeah. I mean, a lot of people say my passion piece is going to be, like, this giant, like, big-budget film. But right. this felt so personal it felt like he could have written it about him and his son or yeah. whatever yeah. and I, I i really like that movie yeah it's it's such a it's such a good movie and it's just such a feel good movie don't watch it on empty stomach because you will be hungry oh, watching oh my like gosh. some of the that, 
That Ooh. scene with the he's making the uh, grilled cheese. Oh my god, dude! Right. It just it's it's amazing how how this movie is shot as well too. It's such it's such a beautifully shot movie, and I I always love that scene of uh, he's just basically classing his friends in this movie too because it's like Scarlett Johansson, um, Robert Downey Jr. is in it. Sofia Vergara, Sofia Vergara, Dustin Hoffman. Yeah. Uh, that scene where he's cooking um, for Scarlett Johansson, and it's like it's not even like. You could tell that there's like a little flicker of something that maybe has happened between them, but it's just the way he's cooking and just the way she's watching him. It's such like a an intimate scene. It's mm-hmm. this is really, really it's really, really amazing how they shot that. Yeah. Um and obviously now, like look what he's doing. He did Jungle Book, which was amazing. Yep. He has Lion King coming out, which is looks to be awesome. And then he he's created and he's the writer and producer for The Mandalorian, which is the Star Wars uh Disney Plus show. Right, so it's like he's had a really good career, and he's had a not just a really good kind of like setup, but also like he's come back as well too after not having the most successful movies. Yeah, let's throw out another name. Yeah, Ron Howard. Ron Howard. Oh my God, Richie Cunningham. Ron Howard. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's quite a bit of movies that he's made. Did you guys I, ever watch Happy Days at all? Um, not really. No, I, I don't know why. Like, I was more Brady Bunch. Brady Bunch. Like, there was a, I forget. It was like I just remember it as Channel Nine growing up whatever that was on rogers growing up uh brady bunch and happy days were always on so my sister and i used to watch them like they were new shows every night yeah even though they were 40 50 years old by that point there's two people from that show that have 30 had, years old probably have had great careers ron howard and the the fawns what's his name oh henry winkler henry winkler yep do you count uh robin williams yeah, I, coming in, from that era as well too. He was in uh, Mork and Mindy, and well, he was yeah. also on. Happy I meant like well from too. the hap- Was he in Happy Days? He was in Happy oh, Days okay, for a couple episodes. Couple yeah. episodes, yeah. and then they had the spinoff. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's crazy time. I but I guess, but I guess because Robin Williams, <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, oh, sure, wow. you know, like yeah, this trivia, this happy, happy Days trivia on me right now. I'm sorry, <laughs> man. I was born in that time period. Um, but yeah, we have the first memory of. A Ron Howard film for me was Backdraft. Okay. Which was a really cool movie about firefighters in, I think, Chicago. Oh, okay, yes. I believe it was Chicago. Um, Kurt Russell's in it. And it's um, it's just, just you know, firefighters doing their day-to-day and dealing cool. with this, you know, apartment fires and all that and then their, their lives. Then you had that time period with um, when he was just on a roll. Where he yeah, had think, Beautiful like, Mind, he had Cinderella Man, Apollo he had 13, uh, 13, um, Da Vinci Code, Ransom, uh, Frost Nixon. Frost Nixon. I really love Rush just as well, hitting too. them out. Rush and is then a really Rush good movie. was beautiful. Oh, what a movie! Like, like I, an I love old F one story. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Then he he started to kind of hit the wall a bit. Yeah. What What did you do after Rush? I'm trying to I'm trying to remember. Inferno. In the, whole, in, oh, the heart, in, in the heart, in the heart of, the of the sea. In the heart of the sea, yeah. Which and then Inferno. And which then Inferno. from the trailer, I wanted to see that movie, but I still haven't seen it. Have so, you guys seen it yet at all? No. With Here's, the whale and I haven't Chris Moby Hemsworth. Dick, right? I think it's, it's, I think it's, it's a Moby, Moby Dick, Dick story. Yeah. I love the Dan Brown books. I, I read all the ones that he directed, and I did not like the movies. They were not good. None at, of the movies. They were not good at it. I mean, Da Vinci Code is okay at best you know it, it tries its hardest to kind of get to the i mean it's a hard book to adapt as well but right. all books are really uh but it's just like it, it that's a good topic of show to talk about one day bo- yeah we should books and movie books and movies right uh but yeah it just i don't know it didn't do it for me and inferno was even whoa 
like just not did not hit the mark. It, did, it didn't do it for you. No. Okay. Um, yeah, and then obviously, then after that, he did he took over for Solo. Um, does he have anything on his docket right now to direct? There's a bunch of stuff on there. He has two documentaries. One of them is uh, Pavarotti, which is oh okay, the, um, yeah, opera, opera singer, singer Lu- uh, Luciano Pavarotti, and the rest is like that's pre-production it. Yeah, pre-production. Like, announced films. I, I, I always feel like his name are things that he's always attached to something as well too like they're like oh maybe Ron Howard will do it mm. you know interesting yeah interesting yeah he's always every time I see him he's always uh, Richie Cunningham or from the Andy Griffith show as well too that was him he was the okay kid. man just right, a man go, go back a yeah. hundred years I am a Ron Howard Ron fan, Howard okay? wait, wait. you guys yeah. you don't know he was on Andy Griffith yeah he was Beyond a kid oh. he was a kid Um. so what year was that Daniel uh, that was in 1874 I think, from my uh, knowledge, Andy Griffith. Uh, I'm trying to look him up. It's like it's yeah, so I'm so here. old. Oh, there it is. There. 1960 to 1968. You guys weren't alive then. All right, guys, fine. Like, and you guys call yourself movie fans. All right, cool was, man. Was this a TV show though? It was a show so yeah, about Ron not, Howard. It's not a movie then. Okay, so all right, back yourself up. Dude. I will leave right Opie. now. Opie. Uh, Opie. That's the name. He was the sheriff that didn't carry the gun because he believed that he was like Batman. He didn't need a gun to shoot people yeah. or something. My dad was a big fan of the show, okay? Uh, another your, your name. dad should be on this podcast. I tell yeah, you, yeah, every man. week, I'm just, I just setting up myself to be replaced. Does he listen to the podcast? He does. I just not. learned oh. that yeah. his dad worked at Cineplex back in the, oh, yeah, I the told heyday. Yeah, yeah, back yeah. before it was called Cineplex. Yeah. yeah. No, it was called, called Cine- <laughs> They were called Plex Cine. It was called Plex. <laughs> the Cine came later. Cine came later. <laughs> uh, yeah, long, long history of jobs, but... Uh, let's throw out another name, Ben Affleck. And Good old Ben. Go. Okay, so here's the thing: Ben Affleck, controversial subject matter because people love him or hate him. He did Geely. Sorry about that. I'll apologize on his behalf. <laughs> he didn't direct it though. He didn't direct it though. He acted in Geely. You know, I which mean, is bad enough. I which is bad enough. But I mean, he had his he had his main boo J J Lo in the side ting. So I mean, he had to uh, he, had, he had to do it up. But here's the thing: his films that he's directed are fantastic. I even love Live by Night. I have not watched Live by I Night. I really yet. like Live by Night. I, I have really not like watched Live by, by Night. Because we, should, we should watch it some. Yeah. It's a good movie. I'm just like, so scared movie. to watch it because I've heard just it's not great. And so but you I don't, don't like want to ruin. Movie. So you only um, then like what? But here's the thing I think with Live by Night as well too. It came out after like rumors that he had to rush finishing it because Batman versus Superman. And... That didn't do too well, so he was coming off of kind of a couple of movies that weren't hitting the mark for him after he kind of had his it really renaissance like, period. It really felt like Live By Night was his passion project. Though. Yeah, 100%. I, have you seen his short film? Uh, I killed Alex? my lesbian wife, hung her on a meth hook, and now I have three picture it's, deal. It's meat hook, Disney, Meat hook? What did and he now, say? Me- meth hook. Meth oh hook, my God. sorry. <laughs> uh, meat hook, and now I have a three picture deal at Disney. It's actually a really good short. It's a short film. Yeah, okay. It's like, that's a new sentence. Though. If you go that on YouTube, brand new sentence. Look up. I killed my lesbian wife. Hunger on a meat hook, and now I have a three picture deal at Disney. It came out the year you were born. Yeah. Oh wow. Nineteen ninety three. This was when he was. Nineteen ninety three. Yeah. Where was he? I don't know where. he Where was, was I? I was at home. No, not where you were. <laughs> you I don't were probably know where, the bassinet. Yeah. Or where Ben is. But I saw it one day. I came yeah. across it, I think, on Reddit. It was a it was a really interesting short. Okay. I have to, we'll have to check it out. But yeah, I think Live by Night is a movie that uh, I don't think a lot of people saw or know about. But it's it's a good watch. It's a really cool time period piece. I like I like that kind of stuff. I yeah. love, you know, 
the you know, Prohibition like, era? Prohibition era, or just like gangster films. And I remember for the longest time that he was going back and forth with Fincher as well around this time to yep. do Strangers on a Train. Is that still coming out? I Hopefully. Don't even, I don't think so. But supposedly he's announced another film he's doing called Witness for the Prosecution. Cool. Uh, I just, I, I think he's, when you look at his, his uh, for at least his first three films, Gone Baby Gone. Love Gone Baby Gone. The Town, which, I mean, it's no a movie that we either. talk about every day of our lives. You're getting choked up think, talking about it right now, I think. I love it so much. Um, also, then Argo, he won an Oscar for it. Right? If, you had, if you had to bet, if you had to guess, sorry, how many times we have seen the town collectively? Collect, co- like, wait, you and I, like to, so together. You, together. Okay, so we need to break down the math for this. So together, you and I. Have, so you know, watching it. So even before we knew each other and things like that. No, let's talk about just together. talking about watching it together. Uh, fifteen, twenty. I was gonna say fifteen, twenty times yeah. too. Yeah. How many times have you seen it, Anthony? What's the town? Probably not like that, <laughs> that many, like maybe five. That's pretty good still. Yeah, I was going to say. Because if you think about it, if you joined us, you would bring a solid 2025. 20, right 100%. Now. And that's not even including the times that I've watched it without Shay or Shay's exactly. watching it without me. It's true. It's crazy. It's, it's a crazy number. But it's such a good movie. Yeah. Like we, it's an amazing movie. Then again, goes on to win an Oscar with the ten, what, for Argo. Yeah. Uh, best Picture, right? Best Picture. He wasn't nominated for Best Director that year, but he won Best Picture with George Clooney, who was a producer on it. Um, it's crazy. He's, I think he, when you, when you, th- when, at least when I think of actors turned directors, he's always like one of the immediate ones that comes to mind. Cause he's had so much success he's got, with he's it. He's got a style, you know? Yeah. And it's just like, he can make a very dramatic film, still very engaging. Like an Argo, like if you, if you look at Argo and the script and the story of it, it, it can sound boring. If you right. Just, oh, hundred percent. Sounds like a history wa- movie. Like right? when I tried to explain to my girlfriend before, I was like, it's okay. Let me not explain it to you. Let me just make you watch it. Right. And she was like, yeah, super engaged. But if I had disordered, yeah, it's about um, these people who are in Iran and there's a war. And she's like, oh, my God, never mind. I'm like, yeah. no, 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 it's really good. You I like watch it. Easy A. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's it's phenomenal, phenomenal work he's been doing. Yeah, he's only he's had uh, seven credits or seven, directing, six credits. Director credits? Six credits, yeah. Okay. He has a long way to go. In the oh, for sure. Yeah, I think he's only getting of, started. He's only know? getting started. I hope he continues to direct... Um, he's doing more acting in the past, we'll say five years. Yeah, I, I think I think now that his time with Batman is done as as well too. Yeah, I think this is going to open him up to be like, hey, let me start, let me start actually doing more with my directing abilities, right? Yeah. Um, some other directors that we haven't spoken about today, uh, George Clooney, as well too, uh, hasn't done anything. To, the last movie I saw that George Clooney directed was Suburbicon, which was awful oh not gosh. rememberable at all that at was all. not a very good film that was not a very um, good film rob reiner i know anthony you uh, yeah rob you, reiner you threw out his name uh, robbie rye robbie rye rob reiner i know we should all know yes from what, you all the right now <laughs> also director of one of my favorite movies princess bride yeah yeah um a few good men a few good men um i'm blanking on another movie I used to, I, i'm not gonna lie i liked when harry met sally Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. A few definitely. good men. Stand by me. Stand by me. He has quite a bit of movies yeah. that under his wing. Uh, Misery as well too. Misery. I literally yeah. was just talking about Misery with my cool dad, who should be on this podcast earlier today. Who doesn't listen to the podcast though? So I mean, he got a new car. It's yeah. got a, it's got CarPlay in it. Yeah. He should start. He listening should. He to should the start listening to it. Hundred percent. He also do, did Flipped. 
Flipped is a really cool movie. Flipped? Flipped. Did, did anyone see it, though? I saw it. Me and Mel saw it. We love it. It's one of our favorite movies. <laughs> what's it movies. about? Two eighth graders start to have feelings for each other? Whoa, whoa. What's this? Uh... <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Hey, you know what? I'm, I'm going not... to stop reading the, the synopsis of this film because I feel like it's going to go somewhere else. Uh, who else? We got Jordan Peele as well, too. Yeah. Who, like, he's coming off Get Out and Us, which are all universally acclaimed right now. Uh, ben Stiller is another one that he's he has some director's credits. Obviously, our favorite being... I don't. He directed Zoolander two. He did Zoolander one as well. Did he? Did he direct it as well? I'm pretty confident he did. We'll find out. But Tropic Thunder. Oh, obviously Tropic yeah. Thunder. Tropic is Thunder is the big I one for me. Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson for sure. Good old Mel. Yeah, he's old actually. Mel. Um, I think he's the biggest actor with the biggest box office return. With as a, a as an as, as a, a director director that makes actor sense. director because like, of the Passion of the Christ yeah Passion of the Christ like uh, Braveheart like you're you're talking about like he made so much money when on he's Passion of the Christ. when he's Mel Gibson in his heyday for sure like yeah. he was just even like yeah Braveheart yeah 100%. yeah yeah but he did do Zoolander oh he did yeah perfect but Tropic Thunder yes yeah, is one love you know <laughs> uh Shea mentioned JGL Joseph Gordon Levitt earlier yes, as well I did. too. Uh, with uh, Don, John. Don John, which is a great movie that I, I saw Tiff when it came out. It was a really cool, uh, really, really cool movie. It's very modern day uh, love story or romantic comedy. I, would I say. enjoyed that Have, you, have you seen it? Anthony? I have not. It's a good one. It's a good yeah, one. Yeah, it's I would like to watch. see it. But, um, um, any others that you guys want to throw out there? I know we spoke about Kevin Costner a little bit earlier too. Good old Kevin. Good old Kev. Uh, Robert Dan- De Niro. Yeah, Robert De Niro. Um, Sophia Robert Coppola Redford. as well too. Uh, Jodie Foster. Yep. Uh, Angelina Jolie, who we spoke about earlier as well. Yep. Like, there's, there's more. Like when we were doing kind of our research for this, there was a lot more than I think. Do you really consider Sofia Coppola as an, and like as act- an actor? I, don't. I personally like don't. she was. She to was me, just yeah she in the Godfather three, right? And she wasn't really daddy. acting, right? But I guess really well in that movie, right? No, you're hundred percent true. But I guess and it's the movie that everyone hates out of the Godfather. It's true. Watch part one, part two, and then and then burn that's part it. three. But they did shoot her, so as in in the film, yes. in the in film, film, yes. In so the- <laughs> if they make a Godfather four, she ain't coming back. She's not coming back, no. Um, Sylvester Stallone as well, too. I mean, he was he's directed a lot. He directed most of the. Uh, he directed Expendables one. He directed most of the Rocky movie. He almost directed Creed two, which I'm kind of glad he didn't, but. He wrote it. He's written a lot of movies. He's kind of like a forgotten one as well, too. Yeah. So there's there's a bunch out there, man. Bradley Cooper just directed his first yeah, one as well. His very first movie. Yeah. Did you see A Star Is Born? No. You haven't seen it yet. I have not seen it. It was uh, emotional for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm I'm curious to see. Like Bradley Cooper's already said that he's working on his next movie, so I'm curious to see what he uh, what he does next. You think it'll be a period piece? I don't know. What all you... right, good. <laughs> good talk, good talk. I thought you know all these things. I don't, man. That's all, yeah, he, that's yeah. all he told me. He Wait, called Nostradamus me. Be- Nostradamus here. here. He called me before the show. He's like, Dan, this is all I can tell you, okay? Tell your dad to enjoy the car. He's He's and we can't, we can't forget. What? No, 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 no. Don't say it. You're going to say it? I'm going to say it. He's going to say it. I'm going to say it. Woody Allen. That was our discussion on actors. Uh, that was our discussion of actors turned directors. Uh, did we did we miss any? Did was there any other ones that we want to bring up before we wrap it all up? Charlie Chaplin, sure, yeah, that's one big one. Oh, I have Orson, Orson Welles. Orson Welles, yeah, yeah of course. Was that, was that for Hitchcock an actor though? Well, I, he, yes, he was. He apparently, was, he was. Uh, he did some some acting here and there. I mean, Sean Penn. Sean Penn did. Um, uh, what, what was the what was that movie he did? 
Uh, I literally just scroll. Sorry, I just scrolled through Alfred Hitchcock's uh, IMDb, and every single role he's ever done is uncredited. Literally every <laughs> single role. I was like, "What? Sure." Yeah, Sean played. Uh, Sean pended um, into the wild. Into with, the wild. Uh, Emil Hirsch. Emil Hirsch. Yeah, Emil yeah, yeah, Hirsch. Good, good film. Very good film. I'm trying. I'm blanking on it right it's, now. It's the poster. Oh, the of one him on the bus. Yeah, yeah. That just just came out a couple years ago, right? 2007. Yeah. Yeah, was so, a couple of years, a lot ago. Of years ago, or a couple of like, these five kids years can ago. vote now. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, anything else you guys want to actors turn directors? No. I anything don't, else I, we want to follow up, finish up on? Emilio Estevez. Emilio Estevez. Yeah, sure. Uh, Great. One. What was that? What was his last movie? The one with the library. He was like he. Oh, microscope. <laughs> <laughs> Who Emilio Estevez? Yeah, he did a movie about some he, some a bunch of library guys and yeah, that, they get that one just they, came the public the public yeah. Yeah. yeah so they're like library staff and they go on strike but then they lock themselves you into just call them library guys by the way <laughs> not library library <laughs> I hate these damn library guys in here oh my gosh oh yeah library guys tell me to be quiet <laughs> <laughs> listen library guys you have to be quiet in a library it's true it's true um. <laughs> So yes, that was our talk on actors turned directors. Now Anthony's not going to be here next week. Just giving you guys a heads up. Uh, oh. He decided to take a vacation, you know, to enjoy his where life. You, where are you going, Anthony? What a Panama! What the hell did you Banana. just say? <laughs> so ba- was that the jingle for topic of the show? Panama, Panama. Is that the Panamese accent right there? Is that that's uh, how you say it? You don't Panamese. You don't say Panama. You say Panama. 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 Yeah, and you have to say like rhythm. Rhythmically, like that as well, yeah. too. Right? Ba-da-ma, ba-da-ma, and then he, that's how the music starts, okay? Right? I like and it. And then this guy comes out with these Congo drums, and then they got these trumpets. Cool. Six, well, six, six. We will miss you next week for sure. Uh, Shay and I are working on what our topic of the show is going to be next week. Since Anthony's not going to be here, maybe we'll talk about ourselves. Who knows? I think so. I think, I think it's a safe bet. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Thank you so much for listening to our show today. Of course, we have a new episode of the movie podcast every Monday. Anthony has something that he wants to share before I finish my sign off. What's going on, Anthony? Krasinski. We forgot oh about good old oh Krasinski. Boy. A Quiet Place. I love that uh, film. And he directed, there was an indie film he did before that, too. Yeah, he did well uh, too. The Hollers. Meet yes. the Hollers, yeah. I think. Damn, John. I'm, we're so sorry, John. We know jo- John, John's a big fan of the show. He's a big fan of the show. Uh, we're so sorry, John. Uh, I love John Krasinski. <laughs> and Quiet Place, too. A uh, rumor as well, too, that. Uh, uh, kill, uh, Killian Murphy may be joining. Yeah. Great actor. Um, Yes. So a new podcast, a new episode of the movie podcast comes out every Monday across all your favorite podcast services. If you want to be part of the show, please write in at thistimewith.com slash talk. We'd love to hear from you. That was This Time With The Movie Podcast. And we'll see you next. (laughs) 